We should probably just get going because we are now in a time crunch. <laughs> yeah, Cause, I'm ready. Because this is five hours after we had scheduled. <laughs> some movies rule and some movies rock. Some movies win awards, but these ones do not. Some movies that are made are not up to par. We're going to talk about them on one star. Hello and welcome to a One Star Bad Movie Podcast where we talk about bad movies with never one celebrity in them. <laughs> I'm, I'm Lauren. And I'm the bitch with a skinny ass that's made for wiping the floor with Quinn. <laughs> that was a good, that was a good one. Um, today we are talking about the Beyonce movie Obsessed because this is Quinn's birthday episode. Woohoo! Yay! Filmed Recorded. after my birthday. Yes. <laughs> we I th- almost did it. I think I picked this. I've never seen it before. Mm-hmm. But it's always been like an appealing thing to me, the thought of Beyonce one. Every, any movie with Beyonce in it, I will see, except for the Lion King remake. Even though that doesn't count because she's just voicing it, so I don't think it counts as being in it, you know? How many other movies have I she- doubt she even left her house for that. You know, they just sent her the recording equipment. Yeah. But especially the thought of Beyonce being in, like, specifically this movie is hilarious, <laughs> given, like, her image now. Yeah. That is true. Like, she's become much more than than this role in Mm -hmm. in the years since because this is a what 2009 2009 I was gonna say 2008 it was so close Um, like she had her comedy phase which was pretty good she Austin Powers Austin Powers gold member great yeah her role in the Pink Panther great Mm -hmm. so honestly my favorite Beyonce song is the one she did for the Pink Panther check on it it is so good I don't know if and I've then, like, oh, it's like, oh boy, you're looking like you like. Won't you see? Won't you grab over? And oh, about it. okay, yeah, 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 that one. Love that song. Um, Dream Girls and Cadillac Records, awesome. Mm-hmm. Oscar nominated, not Beyonce, but the movie or not Cadillac Records, Dream Girls. You get the point. And then all of a sudden, especially because it's after she did Dream Dream Girls, which is so funny about it, because it's like, okay, she proved herself as an actor in Dream Girls. Everyone's like. Beyonce is like maybe taking the step, and then she, this movie comes out, and she doesn't act again until really The Lion King, which I think I don't think she's bad in this. She here's the interesting thing: I see it as a Beyonce movie, but in watching it, Beyonce's really not in this movie that much. Oh, barely. She's a supporting <laughs> character. Yeah, and even that's generous. <laughs> yeah, she's like she is the star of the last 30 minutes, which is also the best part of the movie are the last 30 minutes. Yeah. But other than that, she's she's really just kind of like sitting at home taking care of a kid, which again, is super weird to see Beyonce doing. As a stay-at-home mom, it doesn't work. It doesn't fit. It doesn't make sense. No, because it's like, you're Beyonce. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Go be Beyonce. Like... Um, yeah, and, like, the stereotypical gay best friend character is in it more than her. (laughs) I know. He's so funny. Because I think, I'll get it out of the way now, I have this theory that this movie, first and foremost, is homophobic. Okay, Because I think the core message of the movie is that a gay man (laughs) is going to spread your shit everywhere and ruin your life. I really think that's what it boils down to. I think that's what they want, we're going for, is that gay men need to shut up, is their philosophy. Okay, wait. How... D- <laughs> Maybe I didn't... I, I, didn't, I did not catch up on... I didn't think he was going to spread anything. Well, because he, like, he was the one that, like, gave her all this information. Oh, he right. was the one that told her, like, when to attack Beyonce... I oh, think really? it's it's an it's an undercurrent. It's like um, Chick Fil A, you know. It's like they don't it's want always, it to be the it's only thing. It's always been there. 
<laughs> but it's there. <laughs> it's deep down. It might not be like in your face, really, but it's there. <laughs> like it, like once you know about it, it's all you can taste. I feel like, yeah, I feel like he probably played a bigger role than what were explicitly shown. Because they mm-hmm. kind of just keep casually mentioning that, oh, yeah, well, he knows this information, so that's probably how she got it. And, like, how... this We're skipping to the end a little bit. But at one point, like, this is after Allie Larder's character has been, like, arrested and, like, investigated by the police. Mm-hmm. She calls him, and he, like, just spills all this information. It's like, how does he not know about her? Like, has has no one been told that this woman is crazy? I did take that as, yeah, he did not know. But I'm like, how would he not know? I don't know. Because <laughs> he also listens on her his phone calls a lot. So I guess yeah, there, exactly. there is no way that he would not know. And just because it was one of his girls or whatever? I guess. I don't know. But was she even... She was barely even nice to him. I know. Or she just, Did like, she give him the flu? <laughs> That's my thing. Was she poisoning people? <laughs> it's not clear. It's, it's not... Either she's poisoning people or the flu is just very conveniently spreading right to where who she needs to get the flu. And that's why I kind of think that she was poisoning them a little bit somehow. Maybe not him. Maybe he was a coincidence, but definitely the second lady. Yeah. Unless that's just great timing for her. There's no way there's no way the second lady wasn't poisoned in some capacity. No. no. Or maybe he got the flu, she used it as her in and then poisoned the other assistant because she could have easily explained it as her getting the flu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We figured it out. Or like he she just like somehow poisoned her with the flu. She, like, stole, like, a used tissue from his desk. <laughs> Man, who knows? Maybe. Um, she switched his cup out with hers. We don't know. I don't know. Oh, did we say this is obsessed? Was that brought up? The yeah, update would be obsessed? I think, <laughs> I think we did. So. I think we said think it this so. time. Um, I, I think we, very quickly, at least, need to get away, get ahead of, get in front of, the now uncomfortable implications of this movie. Mm-hmm. Do you know about this? What about Allie Larder? Oh no. Okay, about a month ago, I think Allie Larder, uh, former castmate of Allie Larder from Heroes, was like Allie Larder was incredibly racist to me the entire time I was on this show. She made my life a living hell, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I. Would have to pull it up and like read the exact pull quotes to know. Exactly I did not what he hear said. about this. It's, this just happened pretty recently, and so it makes watching this movie a little interesting. I think interesting, as I put it in my letterbox review, it's like moments when actors weren't acting. Ali Larder tries to destroy a black person's life, <laughs> <laughs> but she's also in love with one. I don't know. I don't know. But, but that is so funny. that's just what has recently happened. So it it just adds something to this. Yeah. That is a very interesting aspect now. Um I lost what I was going to say about it. Oh, and Yeah, sorry. I I I sprung that on you out of nowhere. <laughs> um and in general, kind of the nature of the movie, but Something that happens later. Um, gotta give a quick content warning. Because <laughs> every, every bad movie always uses sexual assault as a crutch for bad writing. How, this one it is more deliberate, however. Yeah, this one, at least our, our characters are bad for committing their harassment. Yeah, so... They're, one of them. They're, what, there is assault and harassment, um... So, just content warning for that, because we're gonna, that's gonna come up. 
Yeah, I'm bad at giving content warnings. I mean, I do them, but I, I feel like... <laughs> I don't know. I never know what to say. Yeah, I think you did a good job. Oh, it, I, like, it's sad that we have to say huge points to the movie for showing sexual assault as a crime. Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times in the movies we watch, they're not. All you get is it's, a nice a knee to the to the groin one time and then you're fine you, nothing, or no other consequences. worse than that it's seen as a romantic gesture mm-hmm oh, yeah so we're improving yeah we're doing a lot better hollywood and at least there's again don't want to justify it but at least there's a point to it in this one like mm-hmm. it is part of the plot um also, so, well, speaking of, there's so oh, you go. for the plot, what I'm talking, yeah, but I have my notes are just on one page. I do not even have to scroll. <laughs> That's all I have to. Because, come on, there, there it is. That's all I got. <laughs> there's not much plot. No, and it's you know the plot. Yeah, I could tell you the concept of this movie, and you would say. Does it go something like this? And I, there's no chance of me saying no to whatever you ask me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's someone obsessed with someone else who's married. Or mm-hmm. otherwise not interested. Um, you, you know the movie. Except this one has... Beyonce. Beyonce in it. <laughs> Which I think is really the thing that makes it stand out among the rest of the glut. I remember there was one with Katherine Heigl that also, I think, is notoriously bad that I remember hearing about. Well, which one? Let me find out. Maybe we can do it sometime. It was a few years ago. But she was she was being the um, Allie Larder of the... Unforgettable. Oh yeah, it was Rosario Dawson versus Catherine Heigl. Yeah, a woman sets out to make life a living hell for her ex-husband's new fiance. So at least in this that one, you know, you get a little previous relationship. So let's get into it. Obsessed. (laughs) What? I just remembered a movie I saw that was awful, and it'll be my um. My bad movie when we get there, but I need the screenshot to remember it. (laughs) But, like, just seeing the name of the movie kind of unlocked the part that had buried that movie deep in my psyche. (laughs) Perfect. So, um, my first note is just gay assistant exclamation point. Mine is, God, this is such a long fucking opening sequence of them walking around their new house. <laughs> oh my god, it was like, there were two different songs. It was crazy. It was like... And it's an ugly fucking house. It's an ugly house, and I guess they just got the keys or whatever, and they're just walking around, and it's the... It's so long and awkward, and not in a way where you would walk around a new house that you just bought. <laughs> and you know it's just because they had to do all of the title sequences, so they just needed, you know, enough time for everyone to be named. But, oh my god. 100%. And then my next note is, this is basically time of death. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, they're, like, moving in? They're moving in, and then... What, what they they do it in a empty <laughs> bedroom <laughs> while moving in. So basically, we wrote this movie. Yeah, if you, and Time of Death, a film we made, is available for streaming on YouTube. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. Time of Death. Hope you like I, Canted well, Angles. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. This movie, this movie had a bunch of those, but um, one th- so a few weeks ago i think it was like certain aspects of film twitter that suck are like there should be sex in movies yeah and i think this is a perfect this movie here perfect example on why there absolutely needs to be sex in movies because if this movie had a sex scene with beyonce and idris elba that like goes there it would be 20 times better yeah 
There was almost no skin. It was deeply upsetting. Yeah, cuts away very quickly. As explicit as possible. (laughs) This movie has a PG thirteen rating. It is wrong for that. Use it. (laughs) You no. I'm saying get that R. This is a movie that needs the R. I feel like they were PG. What do you mean? The the two of them in that one kind of scene that they have. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They should have been R. Yeah. Yeah. That like this is why you're wrong to say movies shouldn't have sex because this is movies that don't have sex. Mm-hmm. They're boring when they shouldn't be. When there's a clear answer to make it more interesting. <laughs> yeah, when you have Idris Elba and Beyonce, <laughs> and you're not gonna give me as much skin as possible. That's rude. That's disrespectful. <laughs> like then don't cast them. <laughs> yeah, use them for what we're here to see. Right. I don't. Was Idris Elba, like, Idris Elba at this point? I don't know. I feel like he's just always been Idris Elba. Let me quick check out what he did before this to see if, like, how known he was. What year was it? 2008? Or 2009? Um, he was in movies. He He had done The Wire by this point, so he was at least somewhat of a name. But I don't think I don't think it's uh, until like 2016, 2015, that time when Idris Elba becomes like who he is now. You know, right? But I mean, still, Idris Elba is interesting to me because I think he's better than anything he's ever done. <laughs> well, did you see who was going to be cast in that part? LL Cool J. <laughs> Ladies love Cool James. Yeah. I absolutely did see that. <laughs> Um, I agree. I don't think his performance is good. I don't think... I go too far to say Idris Elba's never been in a good movie. Which is strange, because he is a good actor. Yeah. Okay, that's not true. He's been in, like, good movies. But he's, like, never... The only good movies he's been in are, like, stuff that doesn't really require him to be, like... Great. On. Yeah, he's like just action stuff. Yeah. And so it's like, but I know Idris Elba's a good actor. I, I, you could see it. He, you could see it in the TV he's done. He's done good TV. But for some reason, he just cannot select a movie for the life of him. And I don't know why. You can just tell that he's just not like interested in what he's doing. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he just is clearly like, nah, I'm not. I don't care. <laughs> this is a this is a paycheck for me. I'm gonna sit this one out, folks. And they're like, uh, Idris, what are you gonna sit one in? <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> but he like he has the charisma to be like he's a huge star, but he has the charisma and he has the juice to be a bigger star, but he's just cannot pick the movies to make him get there at all. No. And like no one should have been in this one. <laughs> and this is the example of like he was just coming off the wire this was his he, uh, not just he he was off the wire for a bit but this this could have been like his step out into something big and because he's in a movie with Beyonce and this is what we get it's hard to like say what is so bad about this mu- movie I think it's like, the acting's not great, but I think it's the direction, mostly. It's the song choices, for one. Yes. Every single one is the most insane song <laughs> you could have picked for the scene. It's truly wild, because it keeps happening. Yeah, every... And, and honestly, that's enough to make it a bad movie, I think. Because <laughs> it's so noticeable when the music is playing and it's like clearly like these aren't real songs (laughs) it really feels like you made an entire movie of like royalty free music here's well i was gonna say no it's because it's like all these like i know most of the songs that's in it and it's like this is the wrong song to choose for this scene like um why would why would american boy drop in this movie because no one's British (laughs) 
Well, Idris is British, but he's playing American. Mm. He still needs to work out. He he didn't quite have this accent down yet. No. I, I, heard, I got a little British. But it's like, how is that your song choice for this movie? Why is whatever fucking song he she puts on the playlist her mixtape for him what the fuck was that song that was an insane song i i had heard that song i know i knew that song see i didn't know that one i was like that one's the royalty free <laughs> no um but it also again not a not a well-known band <laughs> <laughs> If your assistant makes you a mixtape and you just like are like cool thanks wrong I mean like why are you doing that go do your job <laughs> I don't want a mixtape from an intern Are you joking me Not even an intern <laughs> Maybe it's because like all of my work experiences have been like kind of not really in an office Mhm that I don't understand office culture. No, well, I... Like, e- even now, when I would have an office job, it's a pandemic, so now I'm home. But it's like, I've never talked to any of these people. And if any of them made me a mixtape, I, I would quit. I'm getting out of that situation. Because we're also a manufacturing plant, so it's kind of like a... It's not... The kind of office is, like, in this one. But also still, like, that's not okay. <laughs> not at all. Like, if, if, that would be very, yeah, that would be report to HR worthy, probably. (laughs) (laughs) But even before Allie Larder starts being the crazy one, or the sexual harasser, if you will, like, there's a scene of, like, Jerry O'Connell, who's also in this movie, Mm -hmm. and Idris Elba and their boss, like, talking about, like, oh, it's nice to have, like, a fresh pair of legs walking around the office, and I'm like, Ew. Yeah, it was disgusting. Um, the way they talk about her body throughout the entire like beginning portion is just so disgusting. Mm-hmm. Oh. We need to get out of the way my biggest beef with this movie. Of all decisions, this is the worst one. You're gonna have someone named... You're gonna have Beyonce. And you're gonna name Beyonce Sharon. <laughs> excuse me yeah Sharon no like what are you what are you doing what is this and sure that could have been the name in the script but you change it (laughs) once you cast Beyonce you say never mind on this one (laughs) we've got to choose a new name and even like what was the son's name Kyle (laughs) yeah Beyonce's not naming her son Kyle. <laughs> Do you understand? If, like, Blue Ivy was born and her name was Jessica, I would love lost my fucking mind. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah, there's no way she would have that name. She would name her kid that name. It almost seems like it was written for, like, a white lady. Actually, I saw in the facts, at least, that originally, like, like the racial aspects were written in. Oh. But then they decided to not do that. Which was an interesting choice because it did make it weird <laughs> to not write it in. Right, because it's obviously exists. <laughs> and also, it's like these are white people that wrote and directed this movie. So. Right. I say that with the caution that, like, if the racial aspects were written in, they would have been weird. Yeah, they, yeah. Would have just been it's uncomfortable. A re- <laughs> it's a real lose-lose situation because the obvious solution hiring a black person is absurd of an ask. <laughs> right. So, what's your real name? Aaliyah? No. Allie. Ooh. Sorry. Allie. Allie Larder. Close. Isn't it? I'm looking at it. No, yeah, Aaliyah just made me laugh because I was oh, like, yeah. I don't even know who you're referencing. Right <laughs> Aaliyah. Now. Um, so she is a temp at Idris Elba's company. Kind Wait, of. Wait, I'm sorry, I've got to interrupt you because I just did a little digging, and the writer of this movie wrote another movie called Lakeview Terrace. Where are you sitting down? Yeah. 
This movie is about a black cop who um, starts terrorizing an interracial couple that moves next door to him because he doesn't believe black people and white people should be together. <laughs> wow. Yeah, based on a, or apparently it's based on a true story, so that... Okay. But still, a troubled and racist African-American LAPD officer will stop at nothing to force out a friendly interracial couple. Is it the same director? Same writer? Same writer. Oh, man. And that's why they got rid of the racial aspect of this that one. Makes, because they're like, that makes more sense similar. now, because knowing that they also wrote that, I'm sure what was in this movie was absolutely... Oh my god, wait, I kind of want to watch this movie because the cast is Samuel L. Jackson, Carrie Washington, and Patrick Wilson. Oh wow, is it good? So that's, I love all three of those people, so I'm like, interested in What's like the What's Rotten the Tomatoes or the IMDb rating or whatever? It's higher than Obsessed, it's 6.1. Okay. So maybe it is good, I don't know. Six is like in an interesting territory where it really still could go either way. I'm going to check the letterbox, too. See what, like, we'll get a full spread. Because I've noticed letterbox and IMDb ratings can be very different. Yeah, that makes sense. I think IMDb, I, IMDb ratings are very skewed, I think. Mm-hmm. It has a 2.7. Ooh. But as you know, I'm really fucking in love with Patrick Wilson. Mm-hmm. So I think I want to see it. Yeah, just watch it anyways. He's a he's enough of a draw. Anyway, sorry. Just I I feel like there was just like a lot to learn from that. I also thought it was interesting that when we meet Allie's character, we don't even pretend like she's not gonna be bad. <laughs> yeah, from moment one, it's like okay, it's pretty heavy handed. That, have sex with me yeah the, this girl is is bad news <laughs> which in her defense it is idris elba right i can understand the initial desire um <clears throat> and also love when you know beyonce doesn't trust him to have a female assistant so love when a relationship is can't even yeah you know, trust him for that and my thing is like Beyonce was an assistant to Idris Elba before they got together. Yeah. So it's like, is he just, like, gonna fuck every assistant that there is? Just because he fucked one? Is that her Is that know. her thought process there? Maybe. or But, like, why is it, like, such a problem where Beyonce's like, all right, no female assistants. Like, has this happened before? Yeah, and she's like, I'm the last one no more. <laughs> Maybe. That would make more sense, I think. Did he have sex with the gay assistant? I hope so. (laughs) I hope so, for sure. So, she's, like, obsessed with him. uh, Poisons her way, kind of, maybe, into being his assistant. And is, like, learning more about him that way. Listening to their phone calls and stuff. And then, she, like pretends to have a breakup and like cries so that he comforts her or whatever mm-hmm. um and i've never been comforted like that when i've been crying at work by a man and i'm very thankful <laughs> for that because <laughs> i have <laughs> i have in front of three different managers at work <laughs> <laughs> only one of them was my own boss <laughs> <laughs> and that one was his fault no I was crying because he was leaving. Okay. Oh, that's nice though. <laughs> yeah, that's sweet. Anyways, okay, moving on. Because <laughs> we, we're okay, in a time um, crunch. The one thing, when she sends him the mixtape, he responds with "I love it, L-U-V." And Ugh. in a workplace environment, I believe that's a fireable offense. I think so. <laughs> Why do they have like a workplace DM system where you have like? your own screen name and it's not just your actual name that was weird um we we technically have one of those at work um but no one uses it now i think the one department uses it now but 
most people don't use it, but I don't think you, because it's through your email, I think you can only use, like, your name. <laughs> yeah. You don't get it. And also, because her thing on the IM thing is just temp girl, and he also types that in later on as her email address. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it wasn't like, oh, that's what her contact was saved as. Like, you saw him type in T-E-M-P-G-I-R-L. Um, so weird. As if it's the entire email address. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, what if it accidentally hooks up to your, like, your old email address you made in high school, and then it's, like, embarrassing for everybody? Oh, God, that would be the absolute worst. <laughs> and was she just always temp girl, even, like... In middle school. <laughs> yeah, that was her AIM. <laughs> um, so, basically, yeah, she's just obsessed with him, is getting to know him, they're getting weirdly close, and then they have, like, this big office Christmas party, which I don't understand raunchy work Christmas parties. I don't know why that's a thing in movies. Well, the weirdest part of this is this Christmas party specifically has a no spouses rule. And yeah. they're like, why no spouses rule? And they literally say, like, oh, because nobody's willing to let loose when their spouse is there. So do you want your employees to have sex with each other? It sounded like that. It's It seems very <laughs> encouraged. <laughs> yeah. Um, and even then, there's... Because she takes Idris into the bathroom and attempts to assault him. <laughs> And they're in the bathroom stall, and someone is overhearing it and is, like, excited about it. <laughs> Maybe, uh, I think he's a candidate for Dr. Ammo. <laughs> Specifically man. in that scene, I think. Yeah. But, so that's, like, another point to, you know, agree with what you're saying, is that it's very encouraged for some reason. Inexplicable. And, I, and, like, yeah, why would you want your employees going loose at the Christmas party? That's not... You want them to, like, just, like, have some eggnog and, like, leave as early as possible. That's what... <laughs> I mean, I've only had, like, one full-time job that would have a Christmas party, and all we mm-hmm. did was we got an extra half hour for lunch, and then they, like, brought lunch in for us one day. <laughs> that's that's even better than, like, an actual party, honestly. Yeah. And apparently I they went, had... An actual party separate from work before, but, like, no one ever wanted to go to it. So that's why they made it during the work day. <laughs> that's even better. Because I went to the Christmas party. It was my very second day of work. And it was on, It was the virtual Christmas party, which was also interesting. That, yeah, and so I'm just, like, sitting there deeply uncomfortable. Yeah. With my, like, little cam on as they're all, like, chatting or whatever. And then I win the trivia. <laughs> and everyone's like, who's this guy? <laughs> it's like, oh, sorry, that's me. <laughs> I didn't mean to. They were just easy questions. And even then, like, when we had, like, a like a family day type thing where it was, like, in the park one day. and But families, I mean, obviously, that families were encouraged. So, I don't know. I, this is just a common thing in movies where it's, like, go get drunk at the office Christmas party. And I just... I just don't understand that. I would not I want mean, to do that. You're like that's that's my worst nightmare. Yeah, uh, to be drunk at with my coworkers would would be horrendous to me. Because there is an eighty percent increase. I will tell them that I want them all dead. <laughs> I know. Like I don't want to be honest with any of them. <laughs> um, or but knowing me, I would just like fake. I would like increase in the lie that I thought that, you know, that I was friends with them. (laughs) So I would make it seem like I was more friendly with everyone than I would really like to be. (laughs) Exactly. Because that's how I am. It might open a door that you want I know. I don't want more, I don't need more friends at work. (laughs) I mean, that's essentially what happens here. It opens a door that Idris wanted You didn't want to open it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so then he goes home and he tells Beyonce that nothing happened. Um, because I mean, technically nothing did. But he still should have said something, probably. Um, and then he keeps telling her to go away, and she doesn't. Um, and then she 
goes to where they're having like a men only retreat for work, which again, weird. Very weird. She shows up and drugs him and sleeps with him. Does she? Because it seems like she... It's never clear, because I just kind of assumed she more, like, wanted him to think that she did. I thought they did. I thought she did. Okay, maybe. I just... It wasn't clear. Wait, also, I forgot something. I wrote it down. But they had mistletoe up at the Christmas party. (laughs) At work. (laughs) Which is... That's such a weird thing for... An, a workplace to do is just hang up mistletoe at at the workplace. Deeply strange. So, I mean, I guess she didn't, but I don't know. I kind of, I just assumed she did. Um, oh, and then, we totally skipped over, or is this when she sent him her, like, nudes, quote unquote? That's like But they were just here. her wearing a jaunty hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they weren't even, so she sent him an email with an attach which with a picture that somehow opened up 20 times yeah that's not possible i was like is she some like hacker person because she also did like the one other thing i don't remember what it was but she like hacked again and i'm like that's not computerly possible well she sent herself flowers through him kind of maybe yeah but there there was something else I, i forgot to write down what it was but it's like, what's going on here? Then, because he yells at her and is like, I, I don't love you. We, we're not together. We've never been together. So then she... Again, content warning. I'm sorry. <laughs> tries to... Well, does she try to take her own life? I feel like... But not to kill herself, as I took it, but to have her look like she killed herself in his bed you know yeah i I don't think i think that's what it was yeah i do not think she was actually trying to kill herself i think she was trying to just like put herself in like in a state in which she would need medical attention and make it look dramatic so that he so because then it sets up that you know why would she try and do that to herself if they weren't in an affair or whatever yeah. um i think it was to like force him to like publicly acknowledge her, her in his bed yeah so that happens and then beyonce comes down to the station or the hospital and then there's a detective there the worst detective i think ever <laughs> and she's like Okay, well, you're saying that you didn't have an affair with her, but she's saying you did. <laughs> I'm. I was glad that like the detective was good, because I would have been annoyed if like the whole thing was like people believing her. Yeah, like how she turned around at the end. Is that what you mean? No, like yeah, like how I I would have been annoyed if the rest of the movie was like the detective and Beyonce and everyone like believing that he actually did something bad and just like investigating him. I mean, they do for a while. They do not believe his side of the story and they believe that he was having an affair with her. Um, and then Beyonce yells at him and I think has the best comeback since eat shit and live where she says, go to hell. But until then I suggest the four seasons. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think that was I, there's a, a there's a lot of really good comebacks in this movie. Yeah, I really liked that one. So thanks, Yonsei. And she also here. We'll go through all the ones. My favorites. That one. Yet you, you think you're crazy? I'll show you crazy. Just try me, bitch. On the phone. See, that doesn't sound like a good quote, but watching Beyonce deliver that life, that line was like everything I needed. <laughs> It's really, like, for the first 45 minutes, Beyonce's not a character no. in this movie. Really. But then when she gets mad, oh, it's Beyonce turns on. <laughs> you could see, like, the starts of Lemonade in, <laughs> in her performance. You could see the rage inside of her. It's so good. And then, of course, the one I quoted in my intro, Come here, bitch, I'm a wipe the floor with your skinny ass. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> 
so yeah, she she kicks Idris Elba out, and then um, after we we you know victim blame a lot because I well, I wrote that when I thought he was assaulted, and I it's still unclear. But um, we'll go with <laughs> that sounds bad, but I was gonna say we'll look we'll go with that he ha- was because this movie would do that. Yeah, and I truly thought that they did. Yeah. I was waiting for them to, like, for her to have some kind of weird proof. Like, she did it, and then she, like, had weird... I don't know. I don't even want to think about it too much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So then eventually Beyonce is like, okay, I'll go to dinner with you on your birthday. And then while the babysitter's there, Allie goes and technically steals the baby. But all she does is put it... Put the baby in his car somehow. Here's the thing. This baby shitter... (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Sorry. This babysitter should be arrested for child endangerment and put in prison. She is the single worst babysitter I've ever seen in my entire life. I... Would not let anyone in the house. Even if they did tell me they were there. I would not let them in the house. Never. I would never. And if they're like, I'm going to call her. Da-da-da. No, I would. Just no, no. I'm going to call her myself. Thanks. <laughs> like, I would not trust. I would I would just call myself. Be like, hey, this person's here saying that they're your friend. Like, because I, I was. I used to babysit growing up a lot. And the closest thing. I think that ever happened to me like that was the kid wanted his friend to come over and before I even did anything I called the parents and was like is it okay if this kid comes over so like even not even an adult (laughs) I was still double checking that that was okay because that's an insane thing to do and just like lets her lets her in um Oh, I don't know when we see it, but I did have the phone that Beyonce's character had. It was like a green palm. Iconic. I don't remember. the. I know it was palm, (laughs) and it was green, and I had that exact phone. Um, They're gone, by the way, because, like, Beyonce kicked him out of the house for this whole thing, which was, like, I don't know. I found that plot line kind of annoying. Because it was really annoying because it just didn't matter. You knew they would get back together because the whole point of the movie is like that Allie Larder's trying to invade Beyonce's space. So it's like, of course, they're going to get it back together because if they break up, that's not the plot anymore. <laughs> yeah. But also, I still don't understand how she got the baby and then just put him in the car. She probably was just like waiting in a bush. Or something. Yeah. And I also don't because like. So when they get home, they freak out because the baby's not there. Mm-hmm. And then they take him to the hospital, and then Beyonce yells at the detective and is like, um, excuse me, you said this bitch was gone. <laughs> She's very clearly not. Like, can you get your shit together? Then they get back from the hospital, making sure, like, the baby's okay. And then they go into their bedroom, and it's all torn up. And then she said, oh, she was still here. Was yeah. she? No, I think she was just like hiding or whatever. And then when they when left, they left, she went back in. She went back in, yeah, and just trashed the bedroom. I guess. Which begs the question: Does she have a car? Because <laughs> <laughs> it seems like she's always hiding out in the bushes somewhere. She just it she is likes undetectable. A little, a little bush, you know. Oh. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> You know, to each their own. <laughs> okay, so then then we have Beyonce starting to call and threaten her because, you know, she messed with her baby now. She goes and um, they get the security system, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then when Beyonce, when she thinks Beyonce's not home, she breaks into the house wears one of his old shirts and is like weirdly having... Uh, just laying down in their bed I, f- I guess fantasizing maybe whatever I believe um, so yeah and then Beyonce comes home and then they have honestly a great fight scene 
It's the... I would go as far to say it's the only reason to watch the movie. Yeah. It's very good. Um, Very extensive. Because, I I mean, I'm actively (laughs) anti-action. Action is always my least favorite part of action movies. (laughs) And I honestly enjoyed this one the whole time. This fight scene. Yeah. Oh, it's so much fun. Beyonce's, like, in a boot heel that, like, is impressive she won against the woman in no shoes. Yeah. And, like, even then, like, I, um actively did not pay attention to the end of Catwoman and that was an actual action movie so it really (laughs) (laughs) gives a lot of credit to the ending of this movie and it also goes places that like you don't really think it'll go I don't know if I mean that but like I thought it was very smart because the the weird walk through the house ended up being important to the plot (laughs) Who would have guessed that the opening scene where they're just blasting random songs would be the most vital plot point? Because, yeah, they go up into the attic and then I literally had that moment where I was like, oh, the loose floorboard. (laughs) (laughs) And then Beyonce's like, the loose floorboard. (laughs) And she make like, kind of convinces her to come get her and then, because they very clearly like kind of fighting to the death and then um she eventually um Allie falls through the floor and which would be like two or three full stories because there's no second floor to where it's going to drop and it's also going to drop right on top of a glass table which we also had a whole focus on when they were placing that table too earlier in the movie <laughs> but, <laughs> it's really you know that's what screenwriting is it's about setups and payoffs right and you didn't think that those were gonna get paid off because they didn't really seem like setups they more just thought like yeah beyonce just kind of walk around and do stuff <laughs> and um so then she falls through the floor and then she's like it's i think this section of the fight was very well done because first she falls through and you think she's just gonna fall then she catches herself and then there's like this scene where like you're like is Beyonce gonna help her right now or is she not gonna help her and then Beyonce reaches her hand out to help her and then Allie's trying to drag her down with her and then like that's very suspenseful (laughs) and it's like this was a thriller movie but like they waited until like the last 10 minutes to be like thrilling (laughs) yeah it's very slow paced yeah and then eventually um she breaks free of her grip and then she falls down on the table but then she wakes up again and then the big chandelier falls on her and then she dead yeah um and then wait Wait, the wait, d- during this part I did write this bitch's arm strength is impeccable <laughs> <laughs> Or, but like the ending moment is so funny because it ends in like just a random freeze frame of Beyonce just kind of like standing next to Idris Elba yeah but before then the detective shows up because he realizes that she's in the house so then he calls the detective mm-hmm. um, and the detective shows up and they, Beyonce walks out, and the detective looks at her like, uh-oh. And then she's like, what do you think just happened? <laughs> and I just, the way that the detective looks at her is literally just like, oh, oops, my bad. <laughs> Couldn't be Sorry. Sorry. Oopsie-doopsie. Oops. I, whatever. I've, I've muffed it up again. <laughs> um, I don't remember the, the still screen, though. It's insane because it's not like a moment where anything's happening. They're just kind of like hugging each other, crying, and then all of a sudden freeze frame, and then it's over. And that's obsessed. Are are you obsessed? Were you surprised by any plot points we mentioned? I doubt it. Probably not. No, it's very... We skipped over most of the scenes. Because <laughs> you know what they are. Yeah. Um... We also had a sexist co-worker. 
you know. Gary O'Connell over here. Yeah. So, should we just quickly go into segments? Yeah. Eh, eh, eh. You like that? I, I changed my answer into the transition. Yeah. Um, drinking game? Um, yes. That's my answer. Drink during this movie. Just drink the whole time. Um, of, of any movie we've done since, like, we both kind of, like, moved away from Columbus and, um, because of Corona. This was mm-hmm. the one I missed most, the idea of, like, watching being together. in an abandoned classroom eating Chipotle with you. <laughs> that would have been the perfect viewing experience Oh my god, you're movie. right. Man, that makes me nostalgic for a time we could have done that. I know. Because <laughs> uh, as you know, that was our that was how we viewed all our movies. Yeah, we would we would break into a classroom, get Chipotle almost always, and almost then we would always. watch the movies on the smart board. And <laughs> it was it was such a good time. It was. And I would have loved to do that with you with this movie. I think that would have been amazing. Because yeah. this is it's a very boring movie. Um, I did, as soon as I finished it, had to watch some search party to, like, remind me what a good thriller was. <laughs> um, but it would... It, I think this is a movie that would be potentially enjoyable with friends, I think. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I, I'm saying no drinking game, just a Chipotle bowl is all you need. Just a Chipotle bowl, um... Maybe throw some vodka in your drink from Chipotle. <laughs> oh, a 100%. Do an Arnold Palmer with some vodka in it. Because that's my drink at Chipotle. Do half iced tea, half lemonade. My drink at my Chipotle is the Blackberry Izzy. Is that how you say that? I never yeah, know. Yeah, I think it's an Izzy. So, the Blackberry Izzy. I've never put vodka in it, but now I kind of want to. <laughs> yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. So then just... Eat your Chipotle bowl and then have fun watching it with your friends. Yeah, and ideally in a place you're not technically allowed to be in, but nobody's <laughs> going to, like, check to make sure you want that. Yeah, like, if someone caught you, it would be questionable, but again, they couldn't even really, you know, it doesn't matter. Because they're, they're going to walk in there. and see Beyonce and Obsessed <laughs> on your screen and they're going to yell at you for that? No, no. no they They'd be like, is there an open seat? We're like, yes, of course. <laughs> and you're like, yes, we're in a classroom. There was so <laughs> many open seats. Oh, man, memories. <laughs> oh, I know. So that's that's what I would... Have, I think that's the way the director intended to see the film. I think so, too. From a weird projector. <laughs> <laughs> Onto a chalkboard. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Fix the movie? Make Beyonce a character. Music choice. Give Beyonce a job. Uh, mm-hmm. Better that would music. Be nice to see. Rated R. <laughs> Rated R. Lots of, I want lots of sex scenes. I want more blood. Make, mm-hmm. even, honestly... Allie Larder doesn't even do anything that crazy. No. Like, she, like, kidnaps a kid for, like, 30 seconds. And even then, <laughs> and she doesn't it. even. She just misplaced him. Yeah, she just put him somewhere else. <laughs> um, yeah, so... like, so, have her, like... I want to see, like, killing cats. I want to see, like, go for it. Yeah. More... More attempts... I don't know. It, it's very... Just up the ante a little bit. In all aspects. And pick better music. And better utilize Beyonce. <laughs> Is that it for Fix the Movie? We could just move on. Yeah, I think... I think... This is one of the ones that needs a whole lot of fixing. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I know two what? people who got dogs today. That's a good day. And one of them got... Like, one of them was just my friend, and her mom just randomly brought home two puppies out of nowhere, even though they have an, a very old dog and a giant golden doodle. <laughs> so she's like, I don't know why you brought home two puppies. And then my aunt just got a dog. 
That's the dream life. Aw, it's so cute. Okay. Did you do transition music? I wasn't listening. <laughs> no, I didn't yet. I forgot to. Um, hey, yeah. Uh, good, good. Um, Thank you. Let's do our awards. The, the, um, the Dr. Ant Mom, which of course is the award for choices, just um, the choices that no one else would make. Because um, I don't think we explain our awards ever. So Not that's really. that's the explanation of that one. I'm going to... Here, I think I know what I want to do. Because I was having trouble deciding what to do with this. I think we should give it to Beyonce past minute 45 of the movie. Okay. Yeah. Because and, she's not really given opportunities to make choices up until that point. Mm-hmm. But once she does, her line deliveries are They're so, so fun. They're so good. Um... And I would like to award the doctor, or not the doctor, the Alex Moffat for Wasted Potential for Beyonce in the first 45 minutes. <laughs> uh, oh, that's that's good. <laughs> that's funny. And I, I don't think anyone's... The acting is not the issue we have in this movie. Yeah, I don't really think we can give out the, the Joey King for this excellence in acting, because everyone's just fine. Yeah. Um... But Beyonce, like, there is a dramatic shift in in her ability to have a character in this movie. And um, she gets both awards, I think. And she deserves both of them. Yeah, she does. What's funny in the um, Wikipedia, this is a little off topic over here right now, but it says, like, the original inspiration for this movie were um, Alfred Hitchcock and the movie Fatal Attraction, which is very funny to me. That is because interesting. It does not reach those lofty heights, if you will. No, it does not at all. So we just rate and the good, the bad movies. That it? Are we done after that? Do we have other segments? I can't really think of anything. <laughs> then you could be yep, wrong. That's it then. Okay. So how do you, or do I need to? Um. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Good. I think I just did that, but... Very nice. How do you rate it? I gave it, um... It would be, like, a one star. But I gave it one and a half, because I think... Beyonce, at the last end of this movie, really, like, picks up the pace for us. To the point where it's not... Or, I honestly, it'd be a half star without it. Not for being bad, but for being so mediocre that I hate it. But Beyonce puts in the work to up the rating. I agree. And my initial thought was two, but that is very high. And I was mainly just (laughs) thinking of the end scene. But the beginning, I can't express how boring this movie is. It took me like three and a half hours to watch it because I kept not paying attention Mm -hmm. and then would have to rewind or like just stopping it for various reasons. And... Haven't had one of those in a while. Because yeah, <laughs> I will, I will always prefer like actively bad choices as opposed to no choices being made. Yeah. And so this is mostly no choices being made. Yeah. And that's the worst thing a movie could do. So the good, the bad. The, oh wait, I didn't finish my rating. So I think I'm gonna go with one, and the one star is. Only belonging to Beyonce. Yeah, she deserves it. Yeah. And well, not not to agree with you on your exact rating, but no, maybe maybe a one point five. You're not allowed to agree with me. <laughs> no, because I feel like I feel like I've been doing that a lot lately, where you rate first and then I just uh, agree with your rating. <laughs> yeah, you, you well, next time you can go first. We'll okay, that. we'll try and switch okay. it up. Um, but I'm gonna give a point five for the very fun end scene. So, 1.5. Yeah, it's, it's um, worth it. Uh, if you can find the end scene on YouTube, just watch that. Deep it's down. very it's very fun, I think. It's fun to watch. It's fun to watch Beyonce just beat the crap out of someone. Because yeah. you don't get that often. All, all You can watch this, or you can watch Lemonade, 
and like watch her sonically beat the crap out of JC. <laughs> but other than that, that's all you get. Yeah. It's um unless it's in your dreams, this is this is how you get to see it visualized. Unless it's in your dreams and you yourself are being beat the crap out of by Then we understand. <laughs> then go to bed. You know. Do do I need a transition right now? If you want to. Hey, 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 hey. Great. So the good, the bad, the movie, where we recommend a good movie and a bad movie that are similar-ish or have some kind of connection to each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have yours? No. I keep thinking of bad ones. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, here, I have a good one. I need I need to come up with my bad one, though. So, I'll go with my good one first. Um, I quite enjoy the movie Single White Female. It's very... Um, it's a very similar idea, except it's like a woman breaks up with her boyfriend, kicks him out of the house, and to afford rent, she gets a roommate. And, like, the roommate, like, is trying to become her. Ooh. And, like, gets the same haircut, <clears throat> steals her all her clothing, all this stuff. And it's it's very fun. It's I really enjoy that movie. I think it's good. And it's, like, the same, it's the same like, stalker thriller kind of movie that you'd expect. But it's, like, well done, well acted. Choices are made. It's a good watch. So that's my good movie. And you have your bed or you don't have your bed? I do not yet. I'm thinking. I think the loose, not even a thriller. But because it's an office romance that kind of technically, I'm going to go with... Wait. What? <laughs> there might be a, a different connection. Ooh. No. Never mind. <laughs> I thought there was an actor in common, but there's not. Um, just a kind, technically a romance uh, comedy that takes place in the workplace. Uh, set it up. <laughs> Which is Wait, a Netflix original. Wait, this is original. your bad. This is my good. Okay, good. I was going to be like, I really liked Set It Up. What are you talking about? No, I really liked it. It's fun. It's cute. Um, it's funny. Um, but it's a... I guess they're technically not co-workers that date, but it's... <laughs> it's um, romance that sparks from the workplace, I guess you could say. And, but done well in, in a good movie. It's incredibly enjoyable. Yeah, it's very fun. Um... My bad movie, which is the one that earlier made me gasp <laughs> when I when I unlocked that part of my brain, is Swim Fan. Have you? I've always wanted to see Swim Fan. Is it bad? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't remember the plot, but thankfully, the thing that I saw gives a little bit. Um, but no, it just explains what happens. Um, I think it's, yeah, it's like a psycho, I don't like using that term, but that's what it said, so I just, what I read, <laughs> but an obsessed, um, I think ex-girlfriend or, um, girlfriend, but it involves a swim team, <laughs> so a swim fan, but. So very relatable to you. Very relatable, but there is a part, I don't want to. <sighs> If you want to watch it, I don't want to ruin it for you, but it's very funny. There's you a part ruin a little. I'm okay with that. There's there's just a very funny part where he's swimming in a pool and he like literally runs into a dead body, like swims into a dead body. That's amazing. Which does which is is very like comedically done because it's like you would have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very funny. Yeah. So those are my. Those are my wrecks. Okay, fuck. I had an idea, and then in looking for a better connection, I forgot my first idea, and now it is my turn. <laughs> so, um, oh, wait. This, even though I think it's a good movie, can I still just say Ma? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I might just say ma, because I really can't think of anything else right now at this very moment. I think that's a good fit. 
And, like, first of all, Ma's good, so I'm incorrect in that. But... I think it it's it fits the idea of like the obsession mm-hmm. and the like stalkeriness, and frankly, Ma has better sex. <laughs> At least we get the idea of a penis involved. Yeah. Well, we see one. Yeah. In Ma. So I think Ma gets points for that. Yeah, for going over this, there. and that's what I'm going to go with. So, uh, that's it. That's the episode. <laughs> yeah, that's what we got today. Um, you can follow... We're on tw- oh, you want to yeah, go? go ahead. Okay. You're going to do it? Uh, yeah, I was going to say we're on Twitty Twit with, at um, One Star Pod. Movies. Right? Or is it movies? One Star Movies. Anyway, I did a bad job. You go. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow us on Twitter at One Star Movies. You can follow me at Mala Turnup. You can you follow-, follow me. Or do you do me? I did a bad job, like I said. <laughs> you can follow Quinn at Leather Velma. Um, but that's it. Go watch the end scene to this movie. Okay, bye. It's great. <laughs>